and welcome back to Life with Epilepsy. I'm your host, Amanda Robar. Today, we'll be talking about anxiety. Anxiety comes in all different levels. For some, it means creating a plan. And for others, it means not even leaving the house. I, for one, am a plan maker. I also get nervous being in the city. I get nervous in crowds. So going downtown for an event, I need to know what I am seeing, where I am going, when that event is taking place. I need to know what subway I would be taking if I'm taking the subway. And I need to have my GPS on. I need to have my phone leading me the way because I'm not familiar with downtown. I also know that crowds create heat because people give off heat. And heat is a trigger for me. So it can be stressful for me if I am going down to an event. And sometimes the event itself can be a bit stressful being surrounded by a bunch of strangers if you're going down by yourself, even if I have my service dog with me. Now, Disneyland, that's a different story. I am the planner in my family for Disneyland events. I haven't been down since 2019, but I would be the one to book the character breakfasts. So I would look and see what was available, and I would say, okay, we're going to go to the character breakfast, and it is at 10.30, so I need to be up around 8.45 to get ready. I need to feed the dog. I need to take the dog out. I need to make sure my parents are up and that we have our meeting spot. Then we have to go to security, and we have to go through security to get through downtown Disney. Then we have to go through downtown Disney and go through security for Disneyland. And then we have to make our way down Main Street to the Plaza Inn where the event, our breakfast with characters, is taking place. So as long as I know that, and I know what our days are going to look like, I can be fairly relaxed. I know that things have changed a lot, and I have not been to Disney World in a very long time, but Disneyland is a lot smaller, and I can say, okay, we're going to go to this park on this day, in the other park, on the other day or two days later and try to get certain rides in. It's okay if we don't get everything in. It's not the end of the world. 
as long as events that we booked, we make it to those. When I'm in my town or my hometown Aurora, so Newmarket or Aurora, planning doesn't really need to take a lot of work. It doesn't matter too much if I miss the closing time of a store. I can always go to that store the following day or a few days later. And I know my way around the towns pretty well. So I can get around on my two feet and the bus as long as the bus is running. Unlike downtown where it runs on weekends, not all the buses that I would like to be running on weekends are running. So that that's a difference between a smaller town and a big city. But something that does give me anxiety is when I go into a seizure and someone puts their hand on my shoulder. This really startles me because, as I mentioned in my previous episode, I go temporarily blind and my heart rate goes up. So when someone puts their hand on my shoulder and startles me, my heart rate jumps even higher. And I know that it's usually my mother. If I'm visiting, I see her. But that doesn't matter. It still has startled me. And I tend to shrug the person off, off my shoulder. I put my shoulder up and I shrug their hand off. And the startle that's made my heart rate go up has now caused my seizure to either increase in length or turn a little bit more severe, maybe knock me off balance a little bit. So as much as I love my family, I... I I really don't like being startled because that just makes things a whole lot worse. Some people with anxiety, like I said, don't want to leave the house. They say they don't want to go to the movie or they don't want to go to the mall or they don't want to go out for lunch. And one reason might be that they're embarrassed They don't want to embarrass themselves. They don't want their family or friends to be embarrassed by them. And if they're in school, well, they don't want to be embarrassed by their classmates. And and that can be a big thing, especially when you're growing up you sometimes feel, well, actually, it's not that you feel it. You don't have any control over your epilepsy. And at times, that can be embarrassing. 
Another reason they may not want to go out is the unknown. Am I going to have a seizure? And the what ifs, if I have a seizure, what am I going to do? How are my peers going to react? How is my friend going to react? How is my family going to react? What if it happens in the mall? What if it happens at the movie theater? What if, what if? Well, to me, life is full of the unknown, whether you have epilepsy or not. And it's also full of what ifs. So I try to look at it like, what, what is tomorrow going to bring? What is a minute going to bring from now? A what if? What if? And I just roll with life because that's really the only thing you can do. If you stay inside and you never take a chance, I feel that you won't really ever be happy. And sometimes someone saying no they they don't want to go out and you try to push them to go out and they can become frustrated and this can sometimes be mistaken as anger or the anxiety can be turned into anger and this is kind of a way of saying I am not comfortable with going out. So if you say to them, oh, come on, it's just one movie, and they've read that movie has flashing lights, and you keep pestering them, it's just one movie, it's a great movie, I've heard great reviews. Sam saw it, Jesse saw it, Emily saw it, they all saw it, we should go and see it as well. And now you're putting pressure on the person to go and see this movie and causing their anxiety of leaving the house and seeing this movie that could cause them to go into a seizure, that anxiety is going higher and you're pushing them over the ledge. And so when they say, I don't want to go, they're not trying to be rude. They're not trying to be mean but you've pushed them over the edge. And then the person says, well, you didn't have to be rude about it. Well, you also didn't have to be pushy. So anxiety is no fun. Thinking that the person is mad at you is no fun. So asking them, well, how come you don't want to go? And them saying, it has flashing lights. I don't feel comfortable going. I'm afraid I might go into a seizure. And the person accepting that and saying, oh, I didn't realize 
Flashing lights is a trigger for you? I didn't know. I, I, I wouldn't have forced you to, to go to the dance. I didn't, I didn't know that flashing lights was an issue for you. Why didn't you tell me? Understanding goes a long, long way. Anxiety can also cause your stress levels to go up. So not just your nerves and your heart rate, but stress. And yes, stress also makes your heart rate go up. So when I know I'm going to be stepping into a possible or knowing that it's going to be a stressful situation, I take a 0.5 out of in. Not all the time, but if I'm already stressed about the situation and the date comes up and... Maybe I've managed to calm my nerves and I'm like, okay, it's going to be what it's going to be. Then maybe I won't take the Ativan, but I might have it with me. Now, if I know that the event is going to be uncomfortable, but it's a family event, Everyone's going, even me. Then I probably will take it in advance and also have it with me because it's only 0.5. It's not a huge dose. The worst thing that will happen if I take another 0.5 is I will have taken one milligram and... The worst thing that happens to that is you get a little sleepy. Not a lot, but just a little. And that way, you can just relax in the situation. Roll with it. Take a walk. But there are coping mechanisms. And one of them, for me, is that small amount of Ativan. Some people use meditation to help them relax and deal with their anxiety. Some people use breathing exercises. Some people listen to calming music. And some people do yoga. So there are ways of coping with your anxiety but the first step is recognizing the anxiety and then learning how to cope with it explaining to people why you feel anxious Letting them know that it's part of epilepsy. Anxiety is something that comes along with epilepsy. It's not its own thing. A lot of things come along with epilepsy. You don't just 
have epilepsy, you have anxiety, you have depression, and who else knows what else because you're dealing with the brain. Epilepsy is a neurological condition and therefore you have a lot of things going on when you're having that electrical storm in your brain. Including exhaustion. So try to be patient and calm and ask how you can help. See if planning will help. And sometimes those plans are through baby steps. Maybe it's just getting the person from inside the house into the backyard and then working from inside the house and going to the front yard and maybe down the block, maybe half a block before they get to the next house and then the next house and back. Because if you throw a lot at the person especially more so someone that does not want to leave the house at all, whatsoever. You need to understand how to help that person. And maybe, maybe they're not ready for going out yet. Maybe just going to the door is stressful enough for them. Because sometimes it is just hard to get out of bed. And that can be due to other things like the depression. Or maybe they had seizures during their sleep and they're exhausted. So you never know what's gone on throughout the night with someone. And you don't necessarily know what the day before had brought them or has brought them. So being patient and calm and helping them plan can go a really long way. So maybe asking them, do you want to do some yoga with me? Or do you want to listen to some new music with me? Anything that could be small could actually open their door and help them get out into the community, even if it's just for five minutes or less. Stepping out that door for the first time in a long time. So that is just a little bit about anxiety and epilepsy. Um, and I, I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I would love to hear back from you. Thanks very much. And enjoy your day. And Cable says goodnight.